<laughs> Guys, <laughs> welcome to a special uh, late night edition of. I gotta do the other way. Special late night edition of uh, Into the West. Uh, we just saw the Flash. Yeah. Little uh, reaction show. We're gonna give you about 10, 15 minutes before we get into any spoilers. Spoilers. Um, Sunny is here. I'm back. Hey, what's going on? The hot dog is here. What do you do, baby? Mark Marcus is here. Good evening, everyone. And uh, over there in the lounge, we have uh, Uncle Nephew Shane. He's he's awake. <laughs> I'm surprised. He made it here. Looking uh, good, buddy. You stayed awake the whole time? Hey, <laughs> thumbs up. That's right. He didn't get, he didn't this get is lost. the second time he's seen The Flash. Yeah. Because he watched yeah. it earlier this week. With, he uh, didn't get lost there either. What a guy. Different <laughs> score uh, second time around, huh? He didn't get... Fl- well, listen. He didn't get lost tonight because we drove him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing fine. I drove him there. And I drove him back. I made sure we, we put him in the trunk. We made sure that he got there. This in area looks very different uh, at night. Mm-hmm. Let's put that way. <laughs> yeah, no, trust me. Even scarier. Yeah, it's let's put that way. Yeah. Hit it. Um, guys, the, I really enjoyed this movie. I, I want to get what your uh, your thoughts are about this. Um, I had a good time with this. I, I, I really didn't know what to expect. I mean, I had high hopes. So, yeah. Sonny, what'd you think? Uh, I mean, I kind of went into it thinking, you know, kind of whatever. I hope it's good. And I was really pleasantly surprised. Um, I know maybe not for everybody that opening scene was probably a lot. Um, there was definitely some wonky CGI through the movie. I will definitely admit that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I had a lot of fun. I had a lot more fun than I thought I was going to have. Um, yeah. It was really cool seeing. Uh, Much more enjoyable than. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How long was that? It's like two hours. Two and a half hours. Two yeah. It was pretty it was brisk for how long it was. Yeah. yeah. Pacing was good. Pacing they, uh, was, yeah. It was well excellently paced. I think. There yeah. was always something going on. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I, I really enjoyed engaged. it. Yeah. What, about you? what about you guys? I was never like, okay, what are we mm-hmm. doing? Which is, which is always a good sign for a longer movie. I think sometimes trailers make movies feel they longer. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. went right and, into And uh, we didn't which have to cool, watch actually. any trailers. Shout out. Uh, I was in the house. lobby when the movie started. Austin, <laughs> that milkshake was, was actually texting me. He goes, movie starting. Movie yeah, starting. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I, I thought it was going to be some trailers. Yeah. It was cool. I really, we didn't miss much. We, I, I had no. a, I had someone fill fill us in. And we didn't miss. You much. missed the peanut butter sandwich talk. Yeah, peanut butter sandwich talk, which mm-hmm. didn't have to even be bothered with. But anyway, Austin said, so, say it went by in a flash. That was a good oh, one. Wow. Austin, yes, other Austin, not slapper. our Austin. That is our Austin. What Austin, Texas? Austin Lean. Oh, okay. Um. Anyways. <laughs> so um. Yeah, my thoughts. I think they were. I think it was a great movie. Um. I there were times where I did. I forgot that it was a comic book movie. It was just a great movie. Yeah. Like yeah. on its own. Like enjoyable. Great to see with friends. Great mm-hmm. to see with food and drink. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. I agree. Like seriously, like a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. And um. Yeah, this is what I've been waiting for for how many years? Six years. Probably six, six to eight years. I mean, we've had some good stuff in between that time, obviously. Sure. But I mean, I mean, if if DC had maybe started this right here, we would have had some serious, serious rivalry going on oh, between sure. Marvel and DC. One hundred percent. I honestly I like believe that. I, I really adored this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I honestly believe that DC's characters, their universe, is far more relatable than 
Marvels in a lot of ways. Yeah. And if they did it correctly, they could have blown Marvel out of the water a long time ago. Yeah, if they started with this as their like launching pad. Right. Yeah. Or even like the Batman, what we saw with uh mm-hmm. you know that was our, fantastic. You know, Matt I like that Batman. more than I liked this, but not because this was because it's Batman. Because it's Batman. Yeah, well, we well, I mean Always. this had a lot of Batman. <laughs> Always, dude. No, I agree, dude. I agree. But I agree. uh I mean this though. was yeah. borderline a Batman movie, so mm-hmm. um but yeah, not I your Batman. I also, uh, well, I love Michael Keaton. Don't get it twisted, son. Don't get it twisted. Um, I really love this movie. Uh, I think we'll get into more specifics, but the first 10 to 15 minutes, I did not love. I thought it was a little too wonky Mm. and not CGI wise, like in like narrative and like just Mm. the way everything happened. I was just like, okay, I hope the rest of the movie isn't like this. (laughs) And it wasn't. Um, I know if, um, I think most of us in the room enjoyed that opening scene. I thought it was a little like, clamored together and a little i did there was one element to it that i did like um he's in a coffee shop i liked i thought that was funny i thought the how that wrapped up but i think the whole like parts of it came together i was like "Mm, i don't know if i'm gonna dig this and then the rest of the movie was incredible i really loved it i think the changes they made from flashpoint and the analogs they use like this instead of that this instead of this worked it worked perfectly it, it is works. the perfect way to adapt a book a comic book right um a short story you take the themes of the story and if you want to change stuff that's fine as long as you keep the themes intact mm-hmm. and they did that mm-hmm. without yeah. like perfectly every single time right and it, it, it for fans i think you kind of could tell what they changed like you could recognize what they are what they were given a head nod to versus uh you know what they took you know either drastic liberties on or whatnot and it was it was still it worked it worked for because sometimes you have to do that when you're going from medium to medium um you know some things aren't as translatable when you're going from comic to film or tv to film or book to film right prose so sometimes you have to do some of those creative, you know, uh, tweaks and take tweaks some and of those, changes. yeah, take some of those artistic liberties. But man, yeah. it, it was it worked. It, it, it worked. It, it worked. was great. I uh, think they leaned into his the use of his powers. Yeah, I mean, it was really, really, really well. That was great. Instead of him that. just being fast, it's just right. they, they showed him like phasing through solid objects. The phasing thing was so everything cool. else. That, that was dope. It was it was that really was cool. That was dope. Um, I I enjoyed this movie more than I thought I was going to. Right. I mean, yeah. I I mean, when you hear about delays and right. uh, we've got to redo this, and then somebody else is attached, and then mm-hmm. there's stuff shot, and then you know there's a new head of the whole studio yeah. Yeah. and right. everything else, you you start to um, you start to expect like the worst, right? right. And uh, it's true. It, and it, it really, I didn't have anything to be that concerned about after I watched the movie. No. I really enjoyed yeah. it. It was one of the movies that you just, you had fun with. And the connectivity in the, in the grand scheme of things isn't really that important. No. Because it, it, told, it told a really cool story. It, yes, it did. And um, if, if you're just watching this movie as, like you're saying... <laughs> It's a good comic book movie, Marcus, but right. it's it's also just a good, a great movie. standalone movie. Right. movie. And right. for what they're trying to tell you, the story they're trying to tell you, it was really good. And I can understand now why Shane was speechless when yeah. he saw the uh, <clears throat> premiere. Uh, milkshake uh, and I told you guys. I no, you're right. Went, yeah, you're right. That, um, especially Milkshake, he, he, I think he put it perfectly when he said that um, 
this is a love letter to DC. Yeah. And there is a lot of spots in it where you can see that. You can tell that, especially the third act when everything comes to a, to a head and the right. crescendo happens and everything starts to work on all and fire on all cylinders. You can see that this truly is a love letter to DC. And I think a lot of, of the fans that went to go see this movie were truly uh, amazed by what they accomplished. They kept the story simple, which is what they needed to do because yes. the, the grand scheme of things, this movie doesn't mean all that much. Right. Yep. So right. they kept the story simple. They kept the um, the acting. Uh, uh, that's why Ezra Miller was so good in this movie. I thought I thought he brought it home because you actually identified with him, his character wanting you know, his mother to live and all these things. Had me tearing up at the end. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And I think um, uh, we let it be known before you went to go see it that probably this is going to be a pretty, pretty outstanding film. Sure, the CG was a little wonky at times, but... Um, as far as that bringing the story together there's and bringing the thing home, yeah, there's yeah. there's, yeah. there's, there's really good yeah, sure. moments. That's too. why I, when we were talking <clears throat> about the way he runs, like I didn't mind the way he he runs. That was funny. So they did something <laughs> goofy. The yeah, they, they, they did where something they kinda, funny. They called they, attention to how silly it correct, was, and right. I was like, well, at least that's good. Know. Yes, they're acknowledging it. Yeah, yeah, hanging a lantern on it. It's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was fun. Yeah, I. I think um, the big like non-spoiler things people are interested in is, um, is it fun? Does it make sense? Yes. Yes. Was Ezra Miller good? Like it or not, he yeah. was. Yeah. Like it or yeah. not, he was good. Yes. And um, does it set up potential, like, is the James Gunn universe going to make sense? Yes. Yes. I think uh, as spoiler free as I can before we get into spoilers, I don't think it's spoilers say the multiverse does have something to do with this movie. And this movie contains my favorite explanation of the multiverse in any film I've ever watched. I like the explanation in Spider-Verse. I like the explanation in Endgame. But this one was my favorite. And it was kind of... In layman terms, yeah, it was right, like for sure, right. they used like food to explain it, yeah. and I was like, "That worked. That, that works. That, that yeah, made yeah. so much sense. That I worked, love that yeah. so much." And that that's a true testament to the character who was uh, making the explanation mm-hmm. too, because yes. that actor he knows how to. He's that's what he's known for, just kind of being a normal guy playing a character. That's his. That's his talent. You know, whether it be him in a dramatic role or as a superhero. That is good. He's he's good at selling. Conveying. Yeah. He's right. He's like Harrison. I mean, we're talking about Michael Keaton. Uh, he's like Harrison Ford. Oh, is yeah. that he can bring grounded groundedness. Grounded, 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 grounded to a movie that is that's a word crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a word, right? He, grounded, he provides that, and I think it kind of uh, in a, kind of like an indirect way. I know that they're completely, they're two completely different films, mm-hmm. but it kind of gives me hope for what Harrison Ford's going to be doing with, because it's basically confirmed that's the last time he'll be portraying Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah. Is when we, Dial of Destiny's two weeks away. Yeah. I'm excited for so, that. So, I mean, it kind of gave me hope. I mean, Michael Keaton is 71 years old. Doesn't, doesn't he like was it. great in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for real. He was great. Yeah, he and is 71, 71 years old. Years old. I thought he was 71 as of like a couple couple months ago. I think he's seventy one. Wow, no, Man. he's seventy one. Wow. That's and awesome. he he was great. I wanna, I wanna he was like great. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah. Being able to play Batman. Unbelievable. He's so still in good shape. He's been taking care of it. No. I thought he did a great job. And I, I mean, I think I talked to you guys about it like probably about a month or so back. Oh, yeah. To where he was all, he was back in costume. He played Batman in 1989. Yeah. He's, awesome. he's, he's asking people to take pictures of him. And, yeah. and they're like, oh, you, you want to see how you still look at the costume? He goes, and I want to show my grandson. He's like, yeah. oh, I want my grandson to see me like as Batman, as, you know, as Batman. kind of yeah. thing. I want to see like, my mom's current. age. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Another it's, thing, it's pretty cool. Like, kind of like a not about DC movies that I loved about this movie is Michael Keaton's career trajectory. He was Batman. He or he was Beetlejuice. He was Batman. He was kind of all these like multiplicity, all these like goofy kind of characters. Mr. Mom, yeah. and, and then Birdman comes out, and it's kind of a movie that tells a story of. Oh, these actors shake shake this whole big superhero thing. Be a serious actor. Right, and at right. the end of that movie, what his character learns is, who cares? Yeah. And his yeah. real life story, and he was nominated for an Oscar for that. He right. won, did he, he not? Won. I think he won. Did he win for that? I think yeah, he might have won. Absolutely did. I think he won for that. <laughs> Pretty sure he won. I'm not sure if he won or not. But point still stands. He was he That's won awesome. best at the Academy. The, sure. the movie won best picture for sure. Um, but now awesome. he's back doing what he loves and wants to do with his career, which is the entire point of that movie. And I think it's really cool to like see that like a film, like actually inform like an actual human being and their career. And I think it gives it more poignance. It's kind of more about Birdman. Best director, film. best director, best picture. And, and nominated uh, for support or for lead actor. I don't think he won. Who won that year? Uh, I, I think Eddie know. Redmayne, maybe. Maybe. Or everything, oh, everywhere, or not everything, everywhere. Uh, I'm the like, theory of everything, the theory of everything. Shane, what do you think of the movie itself? Yeah, what do you have to add? Um, I gave it, I gave it a nine to to when I first saw it. Okay. Um, just because I was caught up in the whole thing, I gave it an um, an eight now, just because I thought the story was a little simple. Okay. But um, but other than that, I, I as far as everything that you know comes along with it, and just as uh, to see how happy people were with it. It, 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 it's a solid eight, and I dig that you know right. the most about it. It really is a fun film to watch. Yeah. So before spoilers, what's all our out of ten, Sonny? Uh, I think I'm going eight five. Like solid eight for me. Yeah, I'm going eight five. I liked it a lot. I'm also doing eight five actually. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna go eight out of ten because I did like Across the Spider Verse a little bit more, and I gave that an eight five. Okay. Same, and I'd say about an eight. Yeah. Eight okay. Out of 10. I well, think if the first 15 minutes didn't really, I really did not like the first 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I probably would have had it a little bit higher, actually. Higher. It just started off on a really weird foot for me. You would have had it like eight, five, or a nine. Yeah. If the, probably. Okay. If the beginning wasn't like, and ultimately by the end, the beginning fits. It makes sense. And sure. like reasons he does things the way he does in the very beginning of the film, he has explanations for them. I still think it was really wonky and I didn't love it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do understand how someone could be like, that was a lot of fun to watch. With the exception of like Bale and all of the Batman stuff, where would you rate this in DC movies? Ooh. Mm. Uh, That's a tough one. I have to give that some I thought. mean, I don't know yeah. how you guys are going to feel about this, but I really enjoy Aquaman and Sh the first Shazam, and I'd probably yes. put it in that area with those two films. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Maybe we can come back to it. That's, uh, not that's as maybe good something as something like. Hey, I'm gonna have to think about that. Yeah, I need a not, not as good oh, as yeah. first Wonder Woman, but um, but it's in, it's in the I, conversation. I but it, yeah. you know, wow. <laughs> it's it's good as Did you like it more than Wonder Woman '84? Um, <laughs> yeah.
yes. Okay. That took you a long time. I mean, it's an understatement. Yeah. I like this a lot. I'll I'll put this pretty high, actually. I thought the story, actually, for the movie was better than No Way Home. I agree. I thought it was better. There's a better story. Uh, Yeah. I I agree. I think it was a better use of the multiverse and uh, even like kind of time travel y stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Time travel y, wibbly wobbly. And I like how like they didn't say, like, oh, you know how this works from Endgame, but you think. Like, you think this is how this works. You go to this point, and then everything thereafter is changed. No. Everything is on a fulcrum and turns, and there's some events that still touch and will still happen. He uses... Michael Keaton's Batman uses spaghetti yeah. to like yeah. kind of explain this, and that sounds like kind of like what? But if you watch the movie, Mom's spaghetti, it's really perfect. Great. It's like an incredible way to describe it. It works. And uh, that that was just one of the small parts of the movies where I was like, you know what? This was well thought of, and I think right. that has a lot to say about Andy Muschietti and the uh, no, it movies. Job. And now this, I think he can be trusted with a franchise and yeah. bring on Batman: Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Me- medium to hot salsa, Ooh. right? So we're giving a spoiler warning right now. We we gave it a little extra time, I think, as far as yeah. getting into the spoilers. But uh, yeah, we're we're, like we're gonna minutes. talk to the, we're gonna talk to about the spoilers right now. So <laughs> if you don't want to talk, if you don't want to talk about the spoilers, good, just come back, get out of here, and, and then we'll come, come back a little bit. Appreciate you. Get um, out of here if you don't want spoilers. Scram. So. You tell them, Shane. About specifically <laughs> about the spoilers that were the CGI spoilers. Did you have any issue with those spoilers? Those little ending, those little spoilers. cameo deals. No, no, I, I thought didn't. it was fun. I thought being at the end of the movie and for what was going on, I thought it was fun. I mean, it Nicholas was really Cage. cool. I mean, come oh on. my god, yeah, we got. Oh, yeah, I want to talk about that. Yeah, Nicholas uh, Cage, Nicholas Cage, right. full mullet. He looked great. It looked awesome. I yeah. wanted to see a movie or I want to see him fight yeah, some giant no, spider I, aliens. I, I kind of want to see him as Superman right you now. You know what I mean? I like kind of like worlds or something. Let's mm-hmm. not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I want to see that. was that. fun. <laughs> no? I uh, talked to some of you guys about finance. I don't know if you guys know the story behind that. But there's the the mid 2000s he was cast or even early 2000s he was cast as superman yeah yeah and then the same producer who was the producer on the wild wild west was going to be producing that movie and he wanted it to end with superman fighting a giant spider and everyone else involved was like what <laughs> yeah no and then it didn't end up happening That's and then cool. if you want to want to want to know why there's a giant spider at the end of wild wild west it's because of that producer. oh wow yeah wow i love that movie by the way you I did? Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. I had the, uh, the like the the toys from like Burger King. You had, they had like all the the Kevin Klein. Really? Yeah, you didn't know about that. Nice. Wow. It's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, what about <laughs> the <laughs> other? <laughs> what about the other CGI so cameos, Marcus? Can you speak to that a little bit? We got um, it, it, yeah, we got two <laughs> two key cameos. Yeah, so it it kind of I guess it plays into the whole DC love letter part. So at the towards the end, you get this uh, sort of like uh, I, I guess you can call it where we're experiencing kind of that fulcrum of time and mm-hmm. shifting, and we start seeing various clips of just things from the DC universe history. And you know some of the notable ones that stood out for me was like George Reeves, which was the that, an, was, uh, super yeah. that was super that cool. That was cool. He was he was the um, TV uh, TV show Superman mm-hmm. uh, back in the fifties, 
And then you saw uh, Christopher Reeves, mm-hmm. and then of course uh, was uh, Helen Slater. Helen Slater, yeah, 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 Supergirl, yeah, Supergirl. And then you got into Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. with the fighting the spider, which threw me off. But I was like, oh, cool. okay, cool. That was cool. <laughs> that was there fun. he is. That's there he is. Hey, yeah. looks great. Oh, that yeah, was look. great. Oh man! So it was really cool, and you and you saw other like Adam West was also the Adam West stuff was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Adam West was. Yeah, I missed, really, really I missed cool. that the first time around. I missed Adam West. Yeah. The first time around. Did you fall asleep? I no, I did not fall asleep. <laughs> How'd you miss it then? <laughs> it, was on the, it was on the big IMAX screen that you were watching. Well, because yeah. I was. Uh, well, for one thing, that we I'm were sitting in the front row. The front row of the yeah. IMAX thing. It was in the corner. It was yeah. on like in the, the yeah on the right hand side of the screen in the corner. Yeah, you're probably spilling a drink on someone. Yeah. Yeah. That that anyway, true. so I was spilling a drink on uh, my own pants. <laughs> on your own pants. <laughs> my own pants. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so just seeing that, just that was really cool. That that just kind of had me kind of welling up just because you know even like from my era forward i always like going back and and experiencing some of that classic stuff i i do that that's actually how it i gelled well too it yeah. gelled well yeah. and honestly that's how i got into omnibuses was mm. because i kind of felt like when i first got into comics i needed to catch up so to speak mm-hmm. you know so i i would you know start with collecting those classic stories and learning those classic origin stories and stuff those are so cool and so and doing that and i can just you can kind of put yourself in that time period where wow this was like yeah this was george reeves as superman i can't imagine a kid in the 50s watching the television black and white probably going crazy with george reeves you know and it's just like amazing like and just having those kind of fond memories for me, it would be Michael Keaton because mm-hmm. I grew up in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for me, it was kind of him and then Prince doing the soundtrack and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So that all... Oh, that was a great soundtrack. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, it was really good. That was a great soundtrack. I, I use that every time I post a Batman comic on my yeah. Insta. Yeah. But, you know, so for that, it was great. And then, like, I started, you know, and then I bought, like, a lot of the... In Bat- They're starting to... Red Networks. They're starting to like remaster all of that Adam West stuff. So buying that stuff now on Blu-ray. And, no, of course. And I watched stuff, that show when I was a kid too. And honestly, that stuff looks great. They preserved it well. That stuff looks like 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 what they did with the James Bond movies. They uh-huh. they've oh, restored really cool. those things, and they look like they came out yesterday. That's cool. Good yeah, that's Lickers, Batman. You know, yeah, so that's cool. crazy. The colors we, are you know, fantastic. It's, it's great. You know, oh. we have about five six minutes. Sunny, yeah. I was going to mention to you real quick. Uh, how do you think it does as far as Ezra Miller's place in uh, him playing the Flash going forward? Did a good job. Is it? Uh, he did a good job. Did a really good job. He did. I, don't, I, I mean, like, what do you, what do you do now yeah. moving forward? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I like. Uh, it felt like uh, Donovan had said it. You know, Donovan didn't make it over. He had to, he had to get out of there. But he had mentioned that in the post credit scene, it it kind of sets up that version of their multiverse mm-hmm. for Arthur or Aquaman and the Flash. Yeah. To be involved in whatever James Gunn's plan is going forward. That's what it, that's Remember, what I in December thinking. we get an Aquaman movie, right? Which is strange. You know what I mean? Like, go, how is this right. know, fitting in? Maybe everything? that universe is going to continue, and we're going to get Gunn's universe. Because yeah. he was, he was like, there was just all these different versions of Batman, and there was all these different universes. So, I mean, like, he did mention some multiverse stuff. Yeah, I guess just because I doubt that well, they're so including know. the Blue Beetle. He's saying that Blue Beetle is going to be the first. Um, official entry into that. that DCU that what he's trying to do I doubt that they're going to go oh and by the way uh, Aquaman's not part of it right. like that would be kind of weird 
for them to go back and forth. Yeah. So I think that going forward after we get through Blue Beetle is in August. It's like August, uh, middle of August. Um, I think that that's kind of like their launching point mm-hmm. into what they're going to be doing. So, I mean, I mean, nobody even talked about it yet because, uh, I mean, for me growing up, this was my Batman kind of when I was younger. Clooney? Uh, yeah. That was really cool. Oh, that was wow. the coolest thing. Very cool. Yeah. For, for, for me. Because, um, I mean, like, you know, all the old school ones. That's that's the, like, OG Batman before we got Bale and stuff that I personally remember. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, is he our Batman? Like, where, where's where's Batfleck? You know what I mean? I like, what's he, going on? He gone. You know what I'm saying? Where's he Battinson? Gone. Yeah. It would, I mean, I mean his I know that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty interesting. Because it's not going to, he isn't going to be included in the. Right, I mean, mm-hmm. Matt Reeves is saying that's like uh, it's, 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 it's his own thing. Yeah. Robert yeah, Pattinson is not included in whatever they're going to be doing no. with their, D- their larger universe, DC yeah. right. U. That's why I Clooney think they might continue with the Snyder characters as their own thing, and then have Gunn and the Legacy and Brave and the Bold be. be uh, I wouldn't mind. I mean, sure. Right. Why not? There's there's room for all that stuff. Yeah. There really is. There really is. And I yeah. personally have nothing against the Snyder stuff either. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, the fact that a lot of that has been incorporated in this movie was kind of nice because it's hard to just... I mean, why would you throw all that away? That, yeah. It did so much for not only DC, but comic book movies in general. For sure. Like, you know, I mean, that his Snyder cut did a lot. Yeah. I wish Zod would have been very ambitious. I wish Zod would have been more in it. You know what I mean? Right. I, I could have used a little more movie. Zod. Zod was yeah. cool. Yeah. I always loved Zod. Wanted a little more Supergirl. Well, speaking yeah, of... Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was great. Um, she was great. Added, the two things she I spoiled for myself... <laughs> was, was that, uh, she was absolutely awesome. Yeah, was, was that... Awesome. I'm just going to push past this. Fight it, baby. Fight it. Was that... She 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 dies in the movie in a compelling way, and she's kind of the um, she's kind of the fulcrum point for saying there is nothing they can do. Whereas in the comics, it's Aquaman and Wonder Woman are going to destroy the world, and this it's Zod's going to destroy the world. There's nothing they can do about it. I think uh, Michael Keaton's Batman send off was fantastic. Watching Batman without a ship or anything else just contend with a Kryptonian because Mm -hmm. he's just that good. Is something I've been waiting to see. Right. In, that's why I, the uh, so Snyderverse dope. or the Snyder Cut and the Whedon Justice League, both of them are uh, gil- or guilty of just having Batman hang out in the background and not do much True. of anything. Right. I hate that. He's right. able to can. That's the whole point of the story Tower of Babel or not Tower of Babel. Um, New World Order is that Batman can contend with these superpowered yeah, aliens, right. well, and he does. Him. He, he has doesn't. A plan. He, he has doesn't win in this movie. He's out of his death, but he almost does. Yeah, right. And I think that and says a lot. a lot about Batman. That's a lot. Um, he straps that explosive onto. Uh, that was so dope. <laughs> on the I can't head remember of that character's the... name. But... It was like a Doomsday Junior. What was that? No, name? he has a he know. has an actual name. He's one of the uh, the Kryptonians that come in the uh, little Doomsday Honor Cut, and he's also named in the comic. I can't remember. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, but he's Alf. but he was dope. Alf. Yeah, the, the little the little bag Alf that Alf. laughs when he opens it. I thought that was yeah, really was cool. cool when they were in the back oh, cave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this bag man. has a laugh in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to see uh, Michael Keaton's Batman is like. I mean, we don't know if we're ever going to see him play Batman again. Probably right. more than likely not. Right, right, right. But you got to see him. You know make a return to kind of uh, see the peak of his powers to where he was those, like I said, 
That movie was in 1989. When yes. Batman yeah, Returns was like a few years later. It's like without the CG, it's yeah. all of. It, it was a love letter to Batman. It was great. Yeah. It was. It was. It was really good. I, I, I really liked the movie, and I liked it more than I thought I was gonna like Did it. You know Mine. what I just realized? Hey, Batman '89. It was all done in one soundstage. Oh wow! Ooh, really? Yeah, yeah. One soundstage. So one thing you could just. That the Flash says to Aquaman at the end that I didn't even think about until just now. He says that Aquaman is the same in every single timeline. (laughs) He did say that. He did say that. Oh man! Because Austin just mentioned something. He was like, "Is he in the regular version of the universe?" And then I remembered. He's like, "It's always you." That's the point of the. I just. I actually kind of like it a little bit more now. That's the point (laughs) of that post credit scene. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Moe is still going to be Aquaman because right. he's the same and he's the same right. fluffy, fun-loving guy in yeah. every single universe. So fluffy, that, that fluffy, actually makes baby. it make a look. That's fluffy. what he says. The same drunk. That's what he does. Every that's time literally time. what he says. I just, him saying it was great. I was just, say it again, fluffy? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's going to be the same in every universe. That I'll tell you what, my wife's going to be very excited about that. It's going to be your mom. She's going to be very excited about what? excited about Jason Momoa being the same in every timeline. And, oh, thank God. Nice Jason Momoa is going to be there again? <laughs> I can't wait. Did you take her to see Fast X yet? <laughs> She's very interested, yes, but uh, I haven't taken her yet because uh, I won't do that to myself. <laughs> Frank, you and I, we got to see this movie again. We got to see this movie. Dang, just you two? All right, whatever. The Flash? <laughs> oh, yeah, the I'm, I'm going to see it again. We this we weekend, I think. We're going to watch it again. Yeah, I'll probably watch it again, yeah. too. I don't, I'm not a guys, sunny thank you. you um, we had a good time you. tonight. Uh, thank you for everybody that came and hung out with us tonight as well. Yeah. We really do appreciate yeah. it. We had a good turnout. Yeah, we did. Was, we did. Good Thanks times. to all those. Yeah, definitely. Thanks to all the guys who came out. And, and thank you to cool. Art House for coming mm-hmm. to hang out with us. Quan, what'd you give the movie? Nine. All right. Nine. Like popcorn. Nine yeah. Popcorn was was really good. Yeah. yeah. I gave the popcorn a seven and a half. Popcorn was pretty good. I it was pretty good. I had it too. Some of the greatest popcorn in the world. Mine was too salty. Shout out to also. I had some uh, chick next to me watching the Aces game the whole time. That was weird. (laughs) Yeah, I saw it. That is awesome. They won by 30. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever known the score of an Aces game, but. Wow. (laughs) Go Aces. You're welcome. Guys, thank you. Yeah. Guys, we will talk to you next week. We have a special guest live on the line. Philip Kennedy Johnson will be with us next Thursday talking about the Hulk and uh, Green Lantern War Journal coming out in September. Heck yeah. Cool. Amongst all the other things he's doing right Dude, now. We'll be crazy. talking about it. So. Every time I hear Guys, have a great man. evening. Go see The Flash. Yep. Super good. Let yeah, us know man. what you think. Bye. Bye. Love. I love you. Peace.